You're listening to a news story on the audio version of The Taiyi. Thanks for listening. The Taiyi is a nonprofit newsroom that is funded by our audience. So, if you appreciate this article and you'd like to help us do more, head on over to support.thetaiyi.ca and become a Taiyi builder. You choose the amount to give, and you can cancel any time. Long delays and rising cases deny BC workers justice, say critics. By Zach Vessera, January 30, 2023. The agency tasked with protecting the rights of British Columbian workers is overwhelmed, observers say, leaving some workers waiting months or years to settle disputes with employers. BC's Employment Standards Branch has seen a spike in the number and complexity of complaints that have dramatically slowed its response times since 2019. Pamela Sharon, the Interim Executive Director of the Worker Solidarity Network, is among advocates calling on the provincial government to dramatically increase the branch's budget, arguing current delays have left vulnerable workers without a clear path to recouping unpaid wages or other money. We know that workers are waiting over a year to recover thousands and thousands of dollars, said Sharon. A low-wage worker missing one day's pay could be crucial to whether they can make ends meet or pay rent at the end of the month. The Employment Standards Branch is a non-judicial body that administers and enforces the province's labor laws, including standards around the minimum wage, overtime, severance and payment of employees. In 2017, the branch received 4,400 complaints. But in 2019, the number spiked to 7,617, an increase of more than 75%. The higher rate has continued since then. At the same time, the branch's response time tanked and it consistently failed to resolve complaints within its own timelines. In the 2018-19 fiscal year, the Ministry of Labor reported the branch resolved more than 90% of complaints within six months. In 2022, that fell to 51%, well below the ministry's benchmark target of 85%. David Ferry, the co-chair of the BC Employment Standards Coalition, says the rise in cases was likely sparked by a government decision to abandon self-help kits the branch once required workers to complete before they submitted a complaint. Ferry said that's a good thing because he believes those kits were unnecessarily complicated and likely discouraged workers from continuing with the process. But he says the subsequent rise in complaints, which may have been exacerbated by a wave of layoffs at the start of the COVID-19 pandemic, has overwhelmed an office he argues was already understaffed. The Ministry of Labor was not able to provide an average wait time for affected workers. But anecdotally, Ferry says it can take months to have an initial conversation with a caseworker at the branch and potentially years to conduct an investigation if a resolution cannot be reached before. One worker in a medical profession told the TAI they waited about 18 months between when they filed a complaint about allegedly unpaid wages and when they first heard back from the board. That employee asked they not be named out of concern for career repercussions. Ferry argues the current wait times mean workers who cannot afford to take their employer to court will simply give up on the process. If you've filed a complaint, you've waited six months to be contacted and then, two years later, they do an investigation, you'll never go through that again, Ferry said. The branch has given a budget of $14 million this fiscal year, 
the same as the previous year, but a marked increase from the roughly $7.9 million the branch spent in the 2016-17 fiscal year. Labor Minister Harry Baines was not immediately available for an interview. But on background, members of his office noted the branch now responds to more than 100,000 questions from employees and employers each year in multiple languages, on top of its workload resolving complaints. Sasan Skidmore is the president of the BC Federation of Labor, which represents unions with a collective membership of more than half a million. She says the backlog of cases also reflects the rising complexity of complaints, which may involve temporary foreign workers or people working for companies like Uber, which do not consider their drivers to be employees. Recent years have seen a growing number of temporary foreign workers in BC for example, who must register with the Employment Standards Branch before they can apply to the federal government for a work permit. And the branch also covers vulnerable employees like temporary agricultural workers, who come to BC for a few months at a time to harvest crops and often rely on their employer for housing. I think the issues have become more complex, Skidmore said. Issues with the branch are not new, she said. In 2001, the BC Liberal government of the day slashed the branch's funding and closed many of its physical offices. Skidmore notes governments have occasionally bumped up the branch's funding, sometimes with short-term top-ups, but that it has never recovered to its former level. We know that it's been underfunded ever since that happened and we have way more workers in this province than we did 20 years ago, Skidmore said. Ferry is among those who believes the branch's funding should be doubled. They just need more money. There's no question about it, Ferry said. Thanks for stopping by the Taiyi today. Anytime you're in the mood to listen to important stories written well, we'll be here. And if you'd like to keep independent media going strong, head over to the Taiyi.ca and click on the Support Us button to pitch in. Finally, big, big thank you to all of our Taiyi builders who made this story possible.